0: The following is a presentation of Southern Union State Community College Athletics. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by Southern Union Bison Athletics. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Southern Union Bison Athletics. Brought to you by Southern Union State Community College, The Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, The Randolph Leader, The Car Clinic, and The Chuck House. Stay tuned, our broadcast is coming up.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Southern Union Baseball Stadium on the campus of Southern Union State Community College in Wadley, Alabama for a doubleheader of Southern Union Bison Baseball on a bright sunny Saturday afternoon. My name is Tim Altork along with Adam Slay and Matt Knight. Thank you for joining us today here on High School Sports Network for all of the action in this doubleheader between Southern Union and Bevel State Community College. Today, the Bison will wrap up their four game series against the Bears of Bevel State. The Bison won the first two games of this series on Thursday to extend their winning streak to six straight games overall and raise their record to nine and five on the season. On the other end of the spectrum sit the Bevel State Bears. They have lost five straight and seven of their last eight to drop their record to four and 11 overall. And more importantly, this series, the first two games and then the two games today. Marks the start of the division play, where the importance of every game is magnified. Only the top five teams advance to the conference tournament at the end of the season in each division. So all of these division games increase in importance as the season goes along. And we will take a break. Come back with the starting lineups, Southern Union versus Bevel State, coming up right after this.
4: these or marketing names, products, or services here independent of SPF.
1: Just minutes away from the start of baseball here at Southern Union. Tim Altork, Adam Slay, Matt Knight here on the iSchool Sports Network. And here are the starting lineups for the visiting Bevel State Bears. Number eight, Zach Durham, playing center field and leading off. Batting second will be the left fielder, Jackson Elkins. Batting Welcome third will be the catcher, Alex the Johnson. Batting fourth, clean today, up, playing third base, Bevel Nick state Pounders. Bears. Batting That's fifth will be the Bears, first baseman, Bears. Slade Harbin. Batting sixth will be the designated hitter, Cam Robinson. Batting field, seventh three will three be the second baseman, Marky and Batting eighth, the shortstop, Braxton Knight. 14, 14, and batting ninth, playing right playing field, first, Joshua Davis for the home team, Southern Union. Center fielder, Rock. Miles Cook. And we'll talk about Cook a little five, bit more as he's made his way into the starting lineup. Right field, third baseman, two, Thomas eight, Collins, eight, will bat second. Batting third will be the first baseman, Casey Clark. Batting cleanup will be the catcher, Austin Brewer. Batting fifth will be the right fielder, Brody Sire. That's another lineup change moving Sire down in the lineup, and we'll mention, uh, expand on that a little bit more as we go as well. Batting sixth will be the designated hitter, Jake Spivey. Batting seventh, the left fielder, Will Kelly. Batting eighth, the shortstop, Clayton Phillips. And batting ninth, the second baseman, Riley Borgert. So that's the starting lineups for the Bears and the Bison. And we'll take one more break, step aside, and we'll come back with all the action from Southern Union between the Bison and Bevel State right after this.
0: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game, or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you buy. they're open wednesday and thursday 11 to 7 and friday and
1: saturdays 11 to 8 since 1892 the randolph leader has been the local news source in randolph county you can find it all in the randolph leader including local news community events and of course high school sports get the leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 334-
0: or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you payin', we sprayin'. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you payin', we sprayin' from the Car Clinic. We'd always hometown pharmacy H&M drugs where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years fast friendly service We know you by name most insurance companies are accepted and we've redone our gift department So make sure you come by and check it out also offering free gift wrapping. H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs, offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Alley.
1: The Bison are on the field. The anthem has been played, and we're just about ready for, for Southern Union Baseball here on a bright sunny Saturday afternoon here in Wadley, Alabama. A little cool out today, but the sun is shining, and it's going to be a good day for baseball. The Bison will line up like this defensively, left to right in the outfield. Will Kelly, Miles Cook, Brody Sire. Across the infield at third is Collins. Clayton Phillips at short. Riley Borger at second. Casey Clark at first. Austin Brewer is the catcher, and the pitcher is right-hander Cameron Land. He comes in with a record of 1-3. and three, A 4.40 ERA. 18 hits allowed, 13 strikeouts, and 14 in the third innings pitched. This will be his fifth start of the season. So Land had been the number two starter in the rotation, but as they've entered conference play, Land's got to take it a step back, and he'll be the number three starter in this rotation right now after moving after the Bison moved Andrew Cronin from the bullpen to a starting role on Thursday. So, Land out there to start things off today for the Bison, and he's completing his warm up tosses. He'll face the top three in the order Zach Durham, Jackson Elkins, and Alex Johnson do to lead things off for Bevel State. As I said in the open, the Bison 9 and 5. The record, they've got a six game winning streak. Coming into this game, Beville State 4-11 on the season. They actually have a five-game losing streak, so Southern Union fans want to see both of those things continue today. We'll play two games, two seven-inning games here as our doubleheader. So we'll be here all afternoon with lots of baseball, and hopefully it's good baseball for Southern Union. And talking about the division play as well, this is the first division series of the season and obviously, the Bison, having won two games on Tuesday—or excuse me, on Thursday—against Bevel State, they stand at two and zero in the division. And only the top five teams in the division. There's nine teams in the division. Only the top five get to go to the playoffs. So every division game is important. And we're about ready to start the third game of this series. Cameron Land on the mound, facing Zach Durham, the center fielder, right-handed hitter. And the first pitch called strike right through there, and it's 0-1 to Durham. Durham, get you his numbers after this 0-1 pitch. There it is. Right through there again, called strike two. Durham hitting 324, a homer, six RBIs. He's had a good series so far as well, hitting both games on Thursday. But he faces an 0-2 pitch here. That one breaking ball, dives off the plate. Durham didn't offer, and it's one and two. Land has the signal. He's into the wine. The pitch. Off speed just missed, high and away. And that'll be ball two. That'll even the count at two balls, two strikes to Durham. 2 2 pitch. Swung on, popped up, out of play. Foul territory, so the count will stay two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Lead off man, top of the first. Here is the two-two pitch. Took something off and left it outside, and he's run it full three and two. He had him 0-2 in Durham. And classic leadoff man, style, has battled back. The payoff pitch to him. Here it comes. Called strike three outside corner. Land came back and struck him out, and that's out number one in the first. And that will bring up the left fielder, Jackson Elkins. Another right handed hitter. Elkins swinging a hot bat. I'll tell you about it after this pitch. Caught the corner, called strike, it's 0 and 1. Elkins comes in hitting 368, a homer, seven RBIs on the season. But he's had two hits in each game of this series so far. He swings at that one and fouls it out of play. And that'll bring the count to 0-2. And And you notice right away, Land getting ahead of these hitters. He was 0-2 on Durham, now 0-2 on Elkins. Here is that 0-2 pitch. Threw him some high heat, see if he would chase. He didn't. And it's ball one. One ball, two strikes, land into the wind. Breaking ball, called, strike three. Elkins looked back at the umpire, didn't like the call. But no argument he puts up will matter as he is strikeout number two, out number two in the second. So Two outs, nobody on. Here in the first, did I say the second, the first inning? (laughs) It's the first inning. Here in the first inning and the catcher, Alex Johnson, Will be the hitter. Takes a breaking ball. Called strike. Land in command right now in the early going. Alex Johnson, the catcher, hitting 291, A home run for RBIs on the season. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Called strike two. Land painting that outside corner right now. And he has got it dialed in. Another 0-2 count. Swung on, grounded weakly towards the mound. Land is going to field it, throw softly over to first, and that will be out number three in the first. A 1-2-3 inning for Cameron Land, and the Southern Union Bison will go to the bottom of the first. No score. Hey folks, let me tell you about
5: Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
1: No score, going to the bottom of the first. Southern Union getting ready to hit for the first time against Pebble State. They'll face left-hander, Baker Wilson, number three. Big left-hander out on the mound. He is making his sixth appearance of the season. He's got a record of two and one. A 426 ERA in 12 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 14 hits, struck out 14, nine walks in that time as well. So Wilson on the hill the bison will try to keep the bats going they scored seven runs in both of the games on thursday won seven to four in the first contest seven to six in the second one they had to come from behind in that second game to win that one one run ball game and we'll see if the bison can get the bats going and it'll be miles cook to lead things off cook good story he's Just made his emergence. He got a chance to play last weekend in a couple of games up in Spartanburg and made the most of it. And he's been in the lineup ever since. And he's starting today, leading things off and playing center field. Cook takes low and away for ball one. 1-0. Off the plate, 2-0 outside. Cook playing in just his seventh game, but he's five for, 50, five for ten at the plate, batting 500 Three singles, a double, a home run, three RBIs. As I said, he's had limited time, but he's made the most of it, and he sort of forced Aaron Everett's hand to keep him in the lineup as he takes a strike, and the count is two and one. Two-one pitch. Again through there for a called strike, and it's two and two. A note about Cook. And the on-deck man, Thomas Collins, pitch just high. The breaking ball stayed up, and that'll run the count full to Cook. Cook and Collins, teammates on the travel ball team, and here they are batting 1-2 in the order for for Southern Union. Swung on, just got a piece of it. Good job by Cook to stay alive on the 3-2 pitch. That pitch was diving at his feet. It looked like a breaking ball coming in on him, but he just got a piece of it and stayed alive. You'll see another 3-2 pitch. Here it is. Check the swing. Did he go around? Yes, he did. On the appeal, Cook strikes out to lead off the first.
0: Number
2: 22,
0: Thomas
1: Collins. That will bring up Thomas Collins. Playing third base today. Collins comes in hitting 378 no home runs, 3 RBIs. batting from the left side. Collins takes inside and high for ball 1. I like Wilson working quickly. Another breaking ball, that one stays up. So it'll be 2 and 0 to Thomas Collins. Here is that 2-0 pitch, that one well high, not even close. Collins didn't even look at it as it went by. It's 3-0. And elsewhere, Southern Union playing Bevel State also in softball and having success at it. 3-0 pitch right through there, called strike to Collins. The Lady Bison over at Bevel State won their first game today, 14-2. So they continue their winning ways against the Lady Bears good news from over there 3-1 pitch called strike outside corner 3-2 The Lady Bison won both of their games here in Wadley against Beville State on Thursday so they're looking for a sweep over there today just as the men are here pitch, swung on and hit in the air to left. Will it get down? It will not. Jackson Elkins makes a good running catch out and left on a sinking line drive, and Thomas Collins is retired for out number
6: two. That one hung up just long enough
1: for Elkins to run up under it and make the catch out and left. So with two outs and nobody on, it will be the first baseman, Casey Clark. Batting for the Bison comes in hitting 380, two home runs, 16 RBIs. That leads the team, does that RBI total. Pitch to him is up and in for ball one. Well, Wilson, we saw land in the top of the first. First pitch strikes to all three batters. Wilson has done just the opposite, but he's managed to, to battle back and get two outs without anybody reaching base as he throws another ball to Clark. 2-0 pitch. Up and in under his chin. 3-0 now to Casey Clark. And he'll pick one out and see if he can give it a ride. Didn't get the one he wanted. Taken for a called strike anyway. And it's 3-1. and Wilson into the wine. same spot, same call. It's three and two. So again, I guess Wilson just needs to be three and zero before he starts throwing strikes. <laughs> it's been the case every time. He fires another one in there, and Clark fouls it off to stay alive on the three-two pitch. Casey Clark, big left-hander, waits the full count. Pitch, here it comes, off speed, popped up, left side, foul territory. Pounders gives chase, and it's going to get out of play. Third baseman Nick Pounders was the closest one to it, but it carried over beyond that side fence over there and out of play in between the dugout and the bullpen. So Casey Clark will get another 3-2 pitch here with two outs. Two outs. Nobody on bottom of the first. No score between Southern Union and Beville State. Here's the pitch. That's high for ball four.
6: Coming up to bat, number 15, Austin Brewer. So
1: good at bat by Clark. He got ahead 3-0. Fouled off a couple of pitches, 3-2, and worked the walk. And that'll be bring up Austin Brewer, the catcher. Brewer hitting 381. Three home runs. 11 RBIs, that three home runs is best on the team. The Bison have had a little power surge here of late. So some good home run numbers for these guys. Those numbers creeping up here. Let's see if Southern Union can create a little two-out magic as Brewer takes a called strike on the outside corner. One thing we've noticed, if you scout Aaron Everett, When he gets a man on first with two outs, a lot of times he likes to send that runner to get him into scoring position with those two outs on the board. So we'll keep an eye on Clark and see if he's going. He stays put. Pitches a called strike on the outside corner. Backdoor breaking ball. And Brewer is down in the count 0-2. Oh, two count, two outs. Runner at first is Clark after the two-out walk. Pitcher's move froze Clark a little bit. Pitch comes in low and away for ball one. Clark is two for two in the stolen base department. Pitcher comes set, one-two pitch, call, strike three, breaking ball in a beauty, and Brewer froze, watched it go by, and that will end the inning. The Bison get a base runner on a walk, and they leave him stranded. We'll go to the second inning, no score between Southern Union and Bevel State.
4: Nolensville, twenty one hundred B Southbridge Parkway, Suite six fifty, Birmingham, Alabama three five two zero nine. Securities offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, SPF Member FINRA SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and/or marketing names, products or services referenced here independent of SPF.
6: www.meadowsfarmequipment.com.
1: No score as we go to the second inning. It'll be the four, five, six spots in the order due up for Bevel State. Nick Pounders, Slade Harbin, Cam Robinson will come to the plate to face Cameron Land, who had... About it. as easy of a first inning as you can have. Two strikeouts and a tapper back to the mound. And he'll look to continue that good work against Nick Pounders. Good name for a hitter, Pounders.
3: Cleanup.
1: That's for batting cleanup, too. That's right. It's like a cartoon. You just think you somebody made it up. But that's his name. Pounders out there. He's hitting 302, a homer. He leads the team with eight RBIs. And he awaits the first pitch from Land. There it is. taken for a ball outside. 1-0 to Pounders. Pounders also pitched the other day, so he's one of those rare two-way players that will be in the lineup and and may see some time on the mound in relief. 1-0 is low and away. It's 2-0. Pounders playing third base defensively. 2 0 pitch, called strike outside corner. It's 2 and 1. Defense playing Pounders straight away. No shifting or shading out there. Called strike. At the knees, outside corner pounders wasn't crazy about it. But it's two and two. And if you're asking for an early assessment of the umpire strike zone, I would call it liberal. He's calling a lot of strikes. If it's close, he's calling it. Swung on, fouled out of play. It'll stay two and two. Pitcher-friendly pitcher umpire right now. So we'll get another 2-2 pitch to Pounders. Land into the wind. Here it comes. Swung on, grounded to third. Collins gobbles it up. Fires across the infield a little high, but Clark holds the bag, and that's out number one in the second. And that will bring up the first baseman, Slade Harbin. Harbin hitting 267, a homer, seven RBIs to his name. Another right handed hitter. He bats with nobody on and one out here in the second. Harbin takes low and away for ball one. Got a little bit of a breeze blowing in from right center field. Pitch. Off the plate outside. 2-0 now to Harbin. If that wind shifts, it shifts towards the right field line. But it's straight in or towards right. So we'll see on any ball that's hit that direction if that has any effect as the pitch is outside again to Harbin. 3-0 now the count. So Land, who has been all over the strike zone in the early going, Fires a fastball that just misses, must have been low. And a four-pitch walk gives the Bears their first base runner of the afternoon. batter is Cam Robinson, the designated hitter. With a runner at first and one out. He takes a called strike after taking a ball. That'll even the count at one and one. Harbin gets his lead from first. Land comes Set. The 1-1 pitch, grounded softly up the third baseline foul. Collins fields it and fires it back to the pitcher. And Land will have a 1-2 count now to Robinson, who comes in hitting 290, no homers, one RBI in limited action. Played in game one on Thursday. Did not play in game two. Swings and fouls it off to stay alive. And we'll get another one-two pitch to Robinson. Short lead at first for Harbin. A one-two pitch. Upcoming land comes set, looks over his shoulder at the runner, now delivers, and a grounder to third. Collins gets it on the short hop, feeds second on to first, not in time for the double play, but they get the lead runner. It was a slow hit ball up third that Collins got. Borgert took the feed and turned it quickly, but not in time to get Robinson, who reaches on the fielder's choice. So Harbin is eliminated. Robinson takes his place at first. With two outs now for the second baseman, Marky Butner. Pitch to Butner. Up and away, ball one. Butner comes in, team's leading hitter average-wise. 4.06 is the average. No homers, four RBIs. Batting into the number seven spot. Runner goes. Pitch, called strike. The throw down is going to be not in time. They tried to hold the tag to see if he slid off the base. Good throw by Austin Brewer. But Robinson just beat the wrap. And he's down at second with a stolen base. And he is in scoring position with two outs and a 1-1 count to Butner. Nothing wrong with the defensive execution there for Southern Union. Robinson just had a good jump and beat the throw. The head first slide it. Looked like he may have almost come off the bag. Phillips held the tag for just a moment, but... Robinson was on safely. And we got time call. Brewer goes out to talk things over with Cameron Land. First time they've had a runner down at second, so they may be making sure they've got their signals straight with that runner at second base. There's some suspicion of some Stein stealing on Thursday, so... That may have been part of that conversation as well. Coach Everett relaying that to us before the game. So the Bison trying to be extra careful with their signals as the pitch was fouled out of play by Butner, and it'll be a one-two count. Good investigative work by Matt Knight bringing us that little factoid. Runner goes. Without the pitch, caught him sleeping. And now Robinson down at third.
0: Yeah, Coach Everett passed that along to us when they got back the other night. We were breaking down from the softball game, Tim.
1: Ground is weakly out towards short. Phillips is going to charge. And it's going to be Collins instead who cuts in front and gets his man by a step. Good defensive play by Thomas Collins to save a run and get the Bison out of the second inning. An exciting finish to the top of the second. We will go to bottom the bottom half of inning number two. No score between Southern Union and Bevel State back after this.
0: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8.
1: Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334- 863-2819 or visiting the randolphleader.com Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. A great defensive play for Southern Union and Thomas Collins down at third base. A slow roller. Collins had to charge, field, and throw in one motion. And he got his man for the third out. Saved a run. It would have had a run score if Collins hadn't executed that play to perfection. And so the Bison will hit now the bottom of the second with no score. It'll be Brody, Sire, Jake Spivey, Will Kelly do up. Sire. Been up Just Interesting case. Right. Been Spent most of the season up to this point in the leadoff spot has Sire, but he was starting to struggle a little bit, talking with Coach Everett before the game. So they made the move to slide him down in the order in the second game on Thursday against Bevel State. And that move paid off as Sire takes ball one, low and away. First of the season numbers on Sire who's playing right field today. 304 is the average, a homer eight RBIs. He takes a called strike on the outside corner and that'll even things up at one and one. But I mentioned those struggles. He had seen that average dip below 300 before that second game on Thursday. 1-1 pitch is low and away. Ball two. And Sire, all he did in his first time in the number five spot in the order was go three for five with a double and scored three runs. So that move has certainly paid off at least through one game. As Sire fouls it off to even the count at two and two. And it makes you feel good, I'm sure, as a coach. Aaron Everett really kind of in his first full season as a head coach after last year was cut off. He's made some adjustments in the lineup, swung on, fouled, back towards the Southern Union dugout, and we'll get another 2-2 count. But the, the Miles Cook, Brody Sire dynamic in the lineup has definitely paid off. As Sire awaits a 2-2 pitch. Outside for ball three. Here is the 3-2 pitch. Sire takes it high for ball four. Second walk of the game for Baker Wilson. This one comes leadoff of the second. And just as we got through talking about, Sire has spent most of the season as a leadoff man, so you know he can steal a base. He's four for four in that department. As Jake Spivey, the designated hitter, steps in. I mentioned stolen bases twice already for Southern Union. The Bison average about three stolen base attempts per game, so this is an aggressive team when they get on the base pass. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> Baker Wilson almost threw that half-hearted attempt at a pickoff in the right field. But Sire gets back safely and Harbin able to save the day
0: for the Bears. Tim, I was about to tell everybody uh, watching, uh, we were going to battle some shadows, but uh, we've got a little overcast now, so it's going to take that shadows out.
1: Swing and a miss by Spivey. And it's 0-1. Spivey. Comes in hitting 244, but he's shown some good pop. Two home runs, five RBIs, a couple of doubles among his 10 hits this season. Pitch is swung on and grounded slowly towards short. The only play is going to be to first, and they will get Spivey. But Sire moves up on the ground out. So one out here in the second, and Will Kelly will be the batter with a runner in scoring position for the first time for Southern Union. Kelly, another low-average, high-power guy. 226, the average, but he does have two home runs and eight RBIs. Batting in the number seven spot, he hits with one out and a runner at second. Sire broke towards third, but... That was just a fake-out as Kelly took a pitch for a ball, and it's 1-0. Wilson comes set. Looks back at Sire. Delivers, and it's foul-tipped off the catcher's mitt to even the count at 1-1 to will kelly and kelly's the kind of guy i mentioned the average 222 and even aaron everett the head coach brought this up he said kelly might go one for four with three strikeouts but that one can be a big one so it's the kind of feast or famine that that you live with with a guy like kelly as he crushes one to left field and that is out of here it's feast time for will kelly and the bison are on the board two to nothing you talked it right up Tim,
0: feast or famine?
1: <laughs> I mean, that was absolutely crushed. Right off the bat, you knew that sucker was gone. Will Kelly with his third home run. RBI is number nine and 10 on the season, and the Bison lead it two to
0: nothing. And I can tell you and Lon Hurst live next door to each other because Haley Liner led off the game the other day in somewhat of a mini slump, and Lon called it before, before she walked up to the plate, said, she's going yard.
7: Will Kelly
1: clears the bases. It's 2 to nothing. Bison and Clayton Phillips will bat with one out here in the second. Phillips takes one right through there. Called strike. It's 0-1. There's some early afternoon excitement for you Bison fans out there. 0-1 count to Clayton Phillips. There it is. Thought about swinging. Laid off. Good choice. High and away. It's one and one to Phillips. Phillips comes in hitting 340. No home runs, but 13 RBIs. That 13 runs driven in is good for second on the team. He takes a ball, and it's two and one. comes out to one pitch well high he leaves it alone and he's got the count in his favor three balls and one strike Very distant.
0: Very distant. clayton's one of those i believe that uh, benefited from uh, the extra year being able to
1: stick around yeah he's one of those guys that has a lot of experience played a lot last year and you know, last year was his second year and of course as i already mentioned that year was cut short pitch misses the inside corner and phillips draws a walk Some displeasure from the Bevel State side of things on that pitch call. But it's the second walk of the inning. Phillips is down at first now with one out. And the second baseman, Riley Borgert at the plate. Borgert also swinging a hot bat. He's got the average up over 400, 406. No homers, six RBIs. Throw over and Wilson having a little trouble getting the ball accurately to first base. So far, it hasn't hurt him, but Harbin's had to come off the bag twice over there to field the throw from the pitcher. Pitch to Borgert, shows bunt, pulls it back, throw back down to first, but Phillips easily back. Phillips leading stolen baseman for the Bison, six out of six in that department. And with the 2-0 lead, you may see Coach Aaron Everett ratchet up that aggressive approach. Runner not going, pitches low and away. And it's a 2-0 count now to Borger. And time is called as Alex Johnson, the catcher, goes out to talk to Wilson. Bison, as a team, had sort of been, I won't say a slump, but somewhat showing mediocre results at the plate. But they got healthy last weekend. They went up to Spartanburg and played four games and really got the offense in stride, and that has carried over to this weekend, and we're seeing it already today. Pitch called strike on the inside corner to Borgert, and that will bring the count to two and one. Phillips gets his lead down at first. One out, two runs in. Grounded. Pass first and into right field. Off the glove of Harbin. Phillips will have to hold at second. Coming up to
0: bat number 21,
1: Miles Cook. And we'll have to wait for an official ruling from our – Is that an air, Will? You going to give him a hit? All right, it's a base hit. Official score, Will Phillips, says base hit for Riley Borger. (laughs) And Phillips down to second. And we're back to the top of the order with Miles Cook. A big inning in the brewing for Southern Union. Two runs already in, runners at first and second, only one out. And Cook at the plate, he struck out his first time up. Pitch, low and in for ball one. The struggles for Wilson. Such that you might think they would be getting somebody loose. Nobody stirring down in the bullpen just yet. Headed that way right now, as you speak. You uh, called him out again. Pitch <laughs> called strike outside corner at the belt. It's one and one. And yeah, there is somebody going down. I need five numbers right now, <laughs> random. <laughs> 1 1 count to Miles Cook. Wilson turns instead back to second and chases Phillips back. Number six. I don't have a roster, so I'm just going to tell you his number.
0: Headed to the bullpen. Man, y'all got the binoculars out or something. Matt's got Eagle Eye on. Hayes hey good. the man running down to the bullpen. He actually
1: put his contacts in today. <laughs> <laughs> Binocular contacts. Runner goes from third, pitches in the dirt, and there's not going to be a throw. Phillips steals at seventh stolen base of the season for Clayton Phillips. He clearly did that on his own as Borgert was not running, so Borgert stays at first. Phillips now at third. They're on the corners with one out, and Cook in a 2 1 count. Runners get their leads from the corners. Swung on, fouled off at the plate. Strike two on Cook. And even when they're not running, these Southern Union base runners are calling attention to themselves, being a distraction for the pitcher on that last one. Borgert faked as if he were going and did not. And with the left-hander looking right at him, that can be a big distraction. Swung on and missed by Cook. He chased a breaking ball to dirt. Good pitch there by Wilson. And that's out number two
2: in the second.
1: And that will bring up the third baseman, Thomas Collins, with a chance to Create some two-out magic here before, but not before they go and talk to Baker Wilson out on the on the mound, the coach for Bevel State. And this is probably not a bad visit. You, the the inning sort of hinges on this at bat. If if Wilson can get him, he stays out of the big inning with just the home run and the two runs in. If Collins is able to do something, the inning continues and a run scores, and you start looking at a, a bigger deficit if you're Bevel State. So the importance of this at bat emphasized by that trip to the mound. And we'll see if Collins can do some damage here with two outs. Runners at first and third. Two runs already in for the Bison here in the second. Collins takes strike at the knees, outside part. It's 0-1. Collins hit that liner to left his first time up that we thought for a second might get down for a hit, but Elkins charged and made the catch. So Collins 0-1. Called strike outside corner. Collins shakes his head. But Wilson painted it, and it's 0-2. Both those pitches have been on the outside. Let's see if Collins is leaning that way. If they come back in, pitch is outside and fouled out of play. Runner was going on the 0-2 pitch from first. So Borgert trots back to the bag. And another O2 pitch will be made to Collins. Runner goes, pitch in the dirt. Borgert makes it without a throw. In the in the dirt is a figure of speech here at this baseball field. There is no dirt around home play. It is a turf surface. So, y'all just bear with me because I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> I don't know how in the say, turf. Say it again. A turf. It, say it, it again. It's a turf surface. Yeah. But it's it's there's no dirt. So, if I say in the dirt. That's just just go with it. One-two pitch. Swung on and punched in the left for a base hit. That'll score at least one. They're going to wave Borget around third. The throw's going to be not in time. Two-run single for Thomas Collins, and it's four to nothing Southern Union. A big two-out hit. Coming up to that, number 32. For the Bison third baseman.
6: Land, under heavy range, line between and pain. It's a long, strange dream.
1: Phillips and Borgert
6: come around.
1: And Collins on the throw goes down to second. So we saw Collins making an excellent defensive play in the top of this inning. And then he comes through again with two outs on the offensive end. Swung on and hit in the left field on the ground again. Base hit. They're gonna wave Collins home. The throw is gonna be cut off and it's five to nothing. Back-to-back, two-out hits. Casey Clark went opposite field and hit it behind the shortstop who was running over to tw- towards second base to cover the bag. And Clark has an RBI single. That's a good piece of hitting by Casey Clark. Jumped on the first pitch, went the other way with it, and crossed up the defense. Had a pretty close play down at first base.
0: They threw back behind him, Tim but he's still standing there. And
1: Austin Brewer is the ninth man to hit in the inning. The Bison have played at five here in the second. Brewer takes up and away for ball one. Two walks, four hits so far for for the Bison here in the second. Big blast by Will Kelly. Pitch is up and away from Brewer. It's 2-0. two and zero. That two-run bomb by Kelly got things started. And then a two-out, two-run single by Collins. Another two-out base hit by Clark. And there's your five spots so far. See if Brewer can add to it. He checks his swing. Called strike. It's two and one. Brewer struck out his first time up. (laughs) Pitch. Breaking ball stayed high, I guess. And it's three and one. Maybe they're curving around the plate, too. That one, I think, was hanging a little bit. If Brewer wanted to hit it, it was a hittable pitch. But it was up. That's one of those you like to see him take out toward right field and hit a long way. 3-1 pitch. He did swing at that one. Fouled it off and it's going to be 3 and 2. I don't even know if that one would have been a strike. It was looked like it was low and in.
0: I kind of like the aggressive nature of, of the batters. 3 and 0 I can understand take a little bit.
1: And you know, that's you're up 5 to nothing. You got a good inning going. I agree. Stay aggressive. You got a 3-1 count. Let it let it rip. Grounder to third. Pounders has it. Hop and a throw, and that will finally end the inning, but a very, very good one for Southern Union. They put five runs across on four hits, two walks. They leave one stranded, and we will go to the third inning. Southern Union leading it 5-0.
0: The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals H-A-M. at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Go Make your ride look like it hey, just came off the, the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from The Car Clinic. we'd always hometown pharmacy h m drugs where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years fast friendly service we know you by name most insurance companies are accepted and we've redone our gift department so make sure you come by and check it out also offering free gift wrapping h m drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs beds lift chairs diabetic shoes oxygen and more h m drugs offering a full line of vaccinations Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 4, HM Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Wheat Island.
1: We'll go to the third inning. Southern Union leading at 5 to nothing. They put up a five spot in the bottom of the second. And it's a good feeling for starting pitcher Cameron Land to run out there for his third inning of work and have a nice soft five-run cushion. And he'll face the 8 nine, one spots in the order, starting with the shortstop Braxton Knight to lead things off here in the third. Pitch has popped up on the infield. Borger moved towards second, now stops and makes the catch for out number one. One pitch, one out in the third. <laughs> and that'll bring up the number nine hitter, Joshua Davis, the right fielder. Davis hitting one eighty-eight, no home runs, two RBIs. He tries to lay down a bunt but fouls it off, and it's 0-1. 0-1 pitch just misses the outside corner. It's 1 on 1 now to Davis. That one skips past Brewer, low and away for ball 2.
0: No, sorry about that uh, during the commercial break. I think we uh, left the, co- the left the mic zone. <laughs> And that happens, folks. This is live. <laughs> I was
1: going to tell you that during the break. <laughs> we caught some off-air comments that should not have been on air. Base hit to left. And Davis has the first hit of the afternoon for Bevel State. He's on with one out.
0: Well, I'm going to assume responsibility because I-, I was the one that ran out the door. You're, for other reasons, you're you're, not, t- you're <laughs> too kind. It's my responsibility to hit the button.
1: Adam is, is well, being I was distracting,
0: gracious. I was distracting you as I was I was having to go outside and pick something up.
1: <laughs> so a runner at first with one out and back to the top of the order with Zach Durham, who struck out looking his first time up. He takes low and away from ball one. the 1-0 pitch. Land took something off of that one. Durham took it for a called strike. It's 1-1. The delivery rope past third and into left. So back-to-back hits. Davis stops at second. That was a hanging breaking ball that Durham hit hard. Collins almost made a fantastic play down at third. Diving attempt at that line drive, but it got past him. And back-to-back singles have runners at first and second with one out. And as the sun is
0: broken back out uh, mainly, uh, Tim, we we will have those shadows that will creep in from uh, the backstop all the way across the mound as we progress later. So we'll be chasing those on camera.
1: And Jackson Elkins will be the hitter. Takes it out just outside for ball one. Elkins also struck out looking his first time up. Runners at first and second. One out here in the third. Bison leading at five to nothing. But Bevel State putting together its first threat of the day. Land steps off. Phillips was dancing around behind the runner at short. With his man out of position, Land decided to step off instead of make the pitch. Good choice there. And now the reset. Land comes set. And here is the one Swung on and dribbled up the third baseline foul. Good hands by the third base coach.
0: He kept it in front of him.
1: I don't know if I could bend over and touch my toes like that. That's also a pretty nimble move. Well, I would probably just fall right on over. (laughs) Just topple right on over. Wouldn't be pretty, I guarantee you that. The foul ball evens the count one and one to Elkins. And they look back again at second with Davis. Drawing lots of attention back there. No throw, but they chase him back with the fake and Elkins still awaiting a 1-1 pitch. And again, Land steps off. I, that may have been it, called from the yeah. dugout. Yeah, that it was. It looked like whatever the pitch was called or whatever signal was given, they didn't want Land to throw that pitch, so he stepped off that time. I, I thought I heard Coach Avery say, step off, step off. Yeah. Now we're ready to go. Land comes home. Pitch just misses again. Whatever the location was where he was getting the outside corner, he is not hitting that location anymore. He's missed a couple of times off the plate outside. Did so there again, and it's 2-1 and to Elkins. (laughs) Land comes set, comes home. Call strike, that one did get the corner. Breaking ball, and it's two and two. Two, Two-two pitch. Two on, one out. Instead, back to second again with the fake. It's a little bit of a chess game too. A lot of the purpose of that move is to see if if the runner is going on the first movement of the pitcher. If he picks up his leg and the runner takes off and he turns to throw back, they can pick him off, but so far Davis has been wise to it. Pitches low and away for ball 3. Now we'll see how they play at 3-2 with one out. How aggressive will Bevel State be with the base runners? Down five here in the third. They're not going. Pitch is swung on and missed. Whole plate umpire called it. Said the batter swung. He tried to check his swing. But the man in blue said he went around. And that's out number two here in the third. A big strikeout for Cameron Land. And the argument, a very mild one, but the point probably being that there was no appeal to the field umpire on that check swing. The home plate umpire made that call from behind the plate. But it's two outs now. Runners still at first and second, and Alex Johnson, the catcher, at the plate. Pitch swung on and missed. He had a hefty cut at a fastball and didn't get it. And it's 0 and 1. Johnson tapped back to the mound his first time up. Back in the first. Here comes the 0-1 pitch. Swung on and hit in the air, right center field. That could be trouble, but Sire races over and makes the catch. Good running catch in right field for out number three. And the Bison and Cameron Land get out of a little trouble in the third, and we'll go to the bottom half of inning number three, Southern Union leading at five to nothing. Hey folks,
5: let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Southern Union Bison Athletics has been brought to you by Southern
0: Union State Community College, the Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, the Randolph Leader, the Car Clinic, and the Chuck House. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to ischoolsportsnetwork.com by Southern Union State Community College. Any rebroadcast, retransmission,
5: Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
1: Okay. We're still here, folks. We played the somebody named Tim Altork. Your broadcasting voice is hitting some buttons and not hitting buttons, but we accidentally played the closing to our broadcast. But we are still here. But we are still here, and we'll be for quite a while.
0: We got we got at least pulled more of this one and seven more of the next one. Got a lot going on right
1: here in this in this little space. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And and at the same time, not much going on. <laughs> As Brody Sire leads things off in the third for Southern Union, the Bison tri- uh, leading at five to nothing. Takes pitch low and away, and it's ball one to Sire. He takes another breaking ball, and that one catches the corner, and it's one and one. Sire walked his first time up, leading off a of second. And came around to score on the Will Kelly home run. Pitch bounces up there, and it's two and one to Sire. And it's a fortuitous turn of the lineup. This is the second time that Sire has led off an inning in this game. And as we mentioned, he's experienced in that role as a leadoff hitter. He hits one in the air to center, not very deep. Durham. Has a track on it and puts it away for out number one.
0: Coming up at bat number forty-four, Jake Spivey. I got the designated hitter, the Jake way,
1: Spivey, will be the batter. Spivey grounded to short, his first time up. Wilson still out there for. Bevel State first pitch to Spivey bounces up there and it's one and zero. pitch. Spivey checked the swing, did not go around and it's two and zero. Pitch was up and in. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Swung on, hit hard, but right at third baseman Nick Pounders, who barely had to move to make the catch on a hard-hit line drive. Good contact by Spivey. Nothing to show for it. He's out number two here in the third. And the man who got the scoring started for Southern Union is at the plate, Will Kelly, his home run last inning. Played the first two Southern Union runs. He takes low for ball one. Give him three homers on the season now. Kelly takes inside corner called strike. Good movement on that fastball. tailed back over the inside corner for Wilson. And that will even the count at one and one. One ball, one strike to Kelly. Swung on and hit in the air, foul. That one went a long way too. (laughs) Opposite direction past the Southern Union bullpen. Well out of play though. And it's one ball and two strikes to the Southern Union left fielder. One-two pitch, hit on the ground towards short. Knight backhands, long throw, he's not gonna get him. Kelly, two for two, infield single. Bat,
3: number 19,
1: Clayton Phillips. He hit it in the hole out there on the left side. He got it past Pounders at third. Knight was the only one that could get to it. Fielded it on the backhand, but by the time he got the throw across, Kelly had crossed the bag, and it's a one, a two-out single. And Clayton Phillips will be the batter. Kelly, three out of four in the stolen base department. Again, that situation, two outs, runner at first. Bison tend to be aggressive on the base paths. Nothing doing here. Pitch, another good fastball. Good movement on that pitch from Wilson. Tailed back over the inside corner, 0-1. And Wilson does a good job of holding the runner at first. He's a factor in that them not running as there is a grounder to second and Butner fields it cleanly throws out Phillips for out number three so the Bison get a base runner on the single by Phillips but they leave him at first we will go to the bottom of the third inning Southern Union leading it five to nothing
4: entities, and or marketing names, products, or services reference here are independent of SPF.
0: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger, barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, eleven to seven, and Friday and Saturday, eleven to eight.
1: Five to nothing, Southern Union, as we go to the fourth inning. And in all bison so far, all five of those runs came in the second inning. Home run by Will Kelly. A couple of RBI hits by Thomas Collins, Casey Clark. And Cameron Land has been doing the job on the mound. He's back out there for his fourth inning of work. He's allowed just one hit so far through the first three innings. Two strikeouts, one walk. And both teams have played errorless defensively. It's been a well-played game by both sides as Land faces the third baseman, Nick Pounders, who fouls the first one off. And he's got himself in an 0-1 count. Pounders grounded out to third, his first time up.
0: Hear that wind popping on that microphone.
1: Going right back in our faces. Pitch is low and away. And it's one and one, the Pounders. Land into the wine. Swung on and hit in the air to right. Sire ranging towards the foul line. He's on the run. Now in foul territory, makes the catch. The wind pushes that one towards the bullpen. At first when it was hit, I thought it might have a chance to stay fair, but it was well fouled, but it stayed in place. Sire makes the catch, and that's out number one in the fourth. That will bring up the first baseman, Slade Harbin. He walked his first time up. Bats here with one out, nobody on. Pitch to Harbin is high for ball one.
0: Lady Bison in game two, leading Bevel State over at Bevel State. Five to nothing, top of the
1: second. Pitch from Land. Swung on and hit off of Land's glove back towards short. Phillips is going to try to scoop it up. He doesn't have a play. We've said it before. On plays like that, Land would have been much better off just leaving that one alone. I think Borgert was going to make that play. But instinct takes over when you're a defender like that. Land tried to make the play himself but couldn't field it cleanly. That'll be an infield hit. Will Phillips, infield hit? Yes. (laughs) Got to check with the official score. Will's Will's got it going on. That's right. And Harbin's down at first with one out. Robinson at the plate. Takes high for ball one. Robinson reached on a fielder's choice. His first time up, went all the way around a third, stole a couple of bases, but he was stranded there on the good play by Collins down at third. That was back in the second inning. As he takes low and away for ball two. Two 2-0 now to Cam Robinson, the designated hitter. Runner at first, one out for the Bears. Pitch called strike outside corner. Two and one now to Robinson. Robinson didn't like that,
0: but I'm going to say something, Uh, and and you alluded to it earlier. He is very consistent
1: with that call. Two-one pitch. Went back to it, got the call again. It's two and two. And the the way the batters are reacting, the pitch may be off the plate. But as you said, Adam, it's been consistently called a strike. So whether it in actuality is on the plate or not, these hitters have to make an adjustment to what that umpire is calling. And Landis battled back to even the count at two and two. And he is crowded the plate now. That's right. Swung on and hit on a line in the air to center field. That's going to be a base hit. And again, runners at first and second with one out here in the fourth. Back-to-back singles. By Harbin and Robinson, and Butner will be the hitter. Butner hit that slow roller to third. That Collins made a good play on back in the second, as I just mentioned. Butner 0 for one. First pitch to him. Stays up and in. One ball, no strikes to Butner. And
0: talking, Tim, talking about the uh, the outside strikes or those wide strikes on the outside part of the plate to the right-handed batters. If you notice now, each right-handed batter is, is got their toes on the inside batter's chalk.
1: So that may be the adjustment that they're making as that pitch bounces into the mid of Brewer. Good stop, but it's ball two, two and zero. Oh. To the Bears, second baseman. Harbin at second, Robinson at first. One out. Here in the fourth. Land comes set. Delivers, hit in the air. Shallow right. Sire coming in. He makes the catch. The runners tag they do not advance though good strong throw back in by sire who made the catch right on the foul line for out number two Harbin down at second doesn't have the look of a of a fast base runner And that ball was not hit very deep, even though Sire was going away from the play towards the foul line. Harbin not able to advance, so it's first and second now with two outs. And Knight, the batter, takes up and away for ball one. shortstop Braxton Knight popped out to second his first time up. Here's the 1-0. Shows bunt, pulls it back, takes a called strike, it's one and one. Collins, even with the bag down at third. We'll see if that bunt attempt was anything but a but a show. Not showing bunt here. Breaking ball. A good one. Called strike. Froze night. He flinched. Couldn't pull the trigger, and it's one and two. And Land one strike away from getting out of the inning. Here's the one-two pitch. On the way. Outside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Top of the fourth. The Bears are threatening. Land trying to get out of it. Two-two pitch. Bounced up there. Good block by Brewer to hold the runners where they are. We've got a full count, so the runners will be on the move with the pitch advantage. Bevel State, as far as that's concerned, with a fast runner at first. We've already seen Robinson steal two bases. We know he can run. So if he's on the move and he hits to the outfield, he could come all the way around. So, big pitch here for Land. Three, two pitch, two outs. Here it comes. Swung on, fouled back over the screen and out of play.
0: Beautiful afternoon, just a little crisp with that win. And of course, we stay in the shade here. Yeah, the sun never hits us up in the booth. Really, never hits much of the stadium seating here except early in the morning.
1: Three, two, foul out of play again.
0: I was actually looking at re-engineering this, and I think we need to take the top off and just extend the netting uh, and just a top over this part of
1: the building here. Yeah, get a the, sunlight in. Here. I had the same thought. <laughs> the roof would be nice on a rainy day, but. Maybe in the summer it's nice to, to have everybody in the shade. Yeah. Another 3-2 pitch on the way. Here it comes. Swung on and hit back to the mound. Land fields this one cleanly. Runs over and underhands the first for out number three. So, again, the Bears get a couple of base runners, and again Cameron Land strands them, and the Bison will come to hit in the fourth, leading it 5 to nothing.
0: Or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com.
1: Southern Union coming to hit. Leading Bevel State five to nothing as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It'll be the 9-1-2 spots in the order for the for the bison, Riley Borgert, Miles Cook, Thomas Collins. Two up for Southern Union. It all happened in one inning. Everything else has been zeros. The Bison put up a five spot in the second.
7: Coming up the bat, number 27, Riley Boer.
1: Sent nine men to the plate, got a yeah. home run from Will Kelly.
7: Yeah.
1: And so far, Cameron Land on the mound for Southern Union has put up nothing but goose eggs, and it's been a good day so far for Southern Union. Try to get it going again with Riley Borgert at the plate. He takes high for ball one. Borgert, part of that five-run rally back in the second. He had a base hit, came around to score a run. Takes inside, and he's ahead in the count 2-0 against Baker Wilson back out there. Outside of that second inning, Wilson has been solid. Pitch is high, and Borgert's got himself in a 3-0 count. Borgert, who I mentioned, has been swinging a hot bat. He's got the average up over 400. See how he plays at 3 0. Taken all the way. Inside part of the plate, called strike. It's 3 and 1. Borgert got the start in both games on Thursday. Went a combined three for five, had a couple of RBIs. And he's continued the good work today as he draws a leadoff walk. Coming
2: up to bat, number 21, Miles Cook. I'm go
1: crazy for the And back to the top of the order with Miles Cook. The one player so far who has not been involved offensively, Cook 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts. He would love to change that line right here as... Wilson throws over to first to chase back Borgert. you're thinking about Borgert running, five out of six this season in the stolen base department for him. Pitches up to Cook. Ball one. But Wilson, the left-hander, has as I said earlier, sort of cut into that aggressive approach on the base pass. He does a good job of keeping an eye on the runner. His move is not an obvious one. You can't really pick it up as a base runner. Throw back to first and Borger dives back. Pretty close play, actually. But he got in under the tag. But Wilson doesn't really tip his hand. When he picks up that leg to deliver. You have to wait a second as a base runner at first to see if he's actually going to go home. And that's been a good advantage for him as far as these base runners are concerned. Pitch comes home, and it's hit in the air to center field. Durham barely had to move and makes the catch for out number one. Coming up to bat, number so Cook puts Tom a bat on the ball, but he's retired. Yeah. Collins comes to the plate. Collins, one for two. He had that big two-run single with two outs to extend the inning in the second. One for two with a couple of RBIs. Collins swings and hits a grounder to the right side and it's going to get through into right for a base hit. Second hit of the day for Thomas Collins. Borgert had to hold it second.
0: Not a hard-hit
1: ball, but in a perfect spot as Butner was shaded up the middle at double play depth. And that left a big gap on the right side. And Collins punched it through there for a base hit. So they're at first and second now with one out for Casey Clark. Bison threatening again here in the fourth, trying to add to this 5 to nothing lead. Pitch to Clark, called strike outside corner. Again, another one that in actuality was probably off the plate, but that's been a strike all day. And as a coach, he's
0: calling it both ways, you know, and he's been consistent from the very first pitch. 0-1
1: to Clark. He swings and hits it up the middle. That could be two. No, they boot it. Butner did get the out at second. They throw back to third to try to get Borgert. He is safe. All that noise. Clark reaches on the fielder's choice. It was a ground ball to second that Butner bobbled, but he was able to recover and feed Knight at second to retire Collins. So Collins is off the base paths. Borgert goes down to third, and Clark now at first with two outs. And Brewer, the hitter, swung on, fouled back to the screen, 0-1. We saw Thomas Collins get a big two-out hit. Casey Clark did the same thing back in the second. Let's see if Brewer can come up with one right here and add to this Southern Union lead. Runners at the corners, two outs. An 0-1 count to Brewer. He takes low and away for ball two, or uh, for ball one. That'll even the count at 1-1. Brewer 0 for 2. He struck out and grounded to third. Pitch called strike outside corner at the belt, and it's one and two to the catcher for Southern Union, Austin Brewer. The one two pitch. Hit on a line into right field, base hit. There is that two out hit. And Southern Union adds to the lead. The Bison lead at six to nothing. Austin Brewer gets in on the action. With his first hit of the day, an RBI single. Borgert scores. Southern Union leads at six to nothing. And on the play, Clark goes down to second. So Clark's down there. Brewer at first, still two outs, and Brody Sire will be the hitter. Pitch to Sire. Low for ball one. Collins in some soup here, or excuse me, Wilson in some soup, but nobody working in the Bears bullpen as we speak. They're hoping he can get this third out. 1-0 to Sire. Swings and pops it up on the infield. Foul territory. Pounders coming in towards the dugout. He makes the call, makes the catch, and that will be out number three. But another run pushed across by Southern Union. The Bison get one run on two hits and they leave a pair stranded, and we will go to the fifth inning, Southern Union leading it six to nothing.
0: The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you payin', we sprayin'. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at The Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you payin', we sprayin' from The Car Clinic. We'd always hometown pharmacy H&M drugs where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years fast friendly service We know you by name most insurance companies are accepted and we've redone our gift department So make sure you come by and check it out also offering free gift wrapping. H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, eight to six, Saturday, eight to four. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in so
1: Southern Union adds to its lead with a run in the fourth. We go to the fifth inning. Bison leading at six to nothing, and we'll as we get to the into the latter half of this ball game, we'll let you know that we are going to take our broadcast down in between games. There will be a second game between these two teams about thirty minutes after the finish of the first one. We'll take our feeds down, audio and video, and let y'all take a break with us, and we'll come back with the second game. Live right here from Baseball Stadium at Southern Union. And
0: and start checking back in at the the 20, 25-minute mark. That way you won't miss anything. We'll try to post it on our Facebook page. So if you haven't liked the iSchool Sports Facebook page, iSchool Sports Network Facebook
1: page, then uh, do that, and we'll try to keep you posted on that as well. That's right. Just search iSchool Sports Network on Facebook. Should be pretty easy to find. Follow us. And that's where the most up-to-date information will be as adam said that's if i can remember to do it <laughs> <laughs> i've already so, done it so i know i don't have to do it again I, that's what i'm in the clear cameron land back on the mound for southern union as we start the 5th nine-one-two in the order due up for bevel state Land delivers, and there's a soft ground ball. Nice diving play by Collins. Gets to his feet, throws accurately, and Collins has been on fire in the hot corner today. One pitch, one out in the fifth. Good day for Thomas Collins, defensively and offensively. He's just been right in the middle of it and answered every bell that's been rung for him. One out back to the top of the order, Zach Durham. And he rifles one into right field for a base hit. Durham picked on the first pitch as well and got it out over second base and into right for a single. His second hit of the day. He's two for three.
0: Brentwood, California checking in the house this afternoon. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Jacksonville, Florida. We're coast to coast.
1: Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Monroe, Louisiana. As Jackson Elkins takes the ball low. Count one and O oh to Elkins. As he hits with a runner at first and one out. Elkins trying to put the ball in play for the first time. 0 for two. A couple of strikeouts. He does. This could be too high hop for Borgert. Feeds Phillips, who turns and throws in time, and a pitcher's best friend, an inning inning double play. And then by my count, he threw three pitches in that inning. You don't get them much better than that. And Southern Union will come to hit in the fifth, leading it six to nothing. When we come back. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m.
5: Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
1: Bison will bat in the fifth, leading at six to nothing, and they'll face a new pitcher as they do. Another left-hander for the Bears, number 28, Griffin Busby. Making his fifth appearance of the season, he's got an 0-1 record, a 10-80 ERA in six and two-thirds innings. He's allowed eight earned runs, five walks, seven hits, and five strikeouts. So Busby comes on in relief of Baker Wilson, who went four innings, gave up six runs, all of them earned. And he'll be the pitcher of record if this score holds the way it is.
0: Coming up the bat, number 44, Jake Spidey.
1: And it'll be Spivey, Kelly, and Phillips, 6-7-8 in the order for Southern Union here in the bottom of the fifth. Spivey 0 for 2. He's grounded to short and hit that rope of a line drive to third as he pops up the first pitch. Foul territory. It's going to bang off the roof out of play. 0 and 1. Spivey hit that line drive to third his last time up, one of the hardest hit balls of the afternoon, but it was right at Pounders. And nothing to show for it for the Bison DH. He awaits the 0-1 pitch from Busby, leaves it outside. It's 1-1. Going on and hit on a line to center. Durham comes in a couple of steps and makes the catch. Another hard hit ball for Spivey, but still no hits
2: for the designated hitter. He's
1: out number one in the fifth. And Will Kelly, who's having a fun day at the plate, will hit for the third time this afternoon. He homered his first time up. Had a base hit his last time up. Tried to call time, didn't get it. Takes a ball, and it's 1-0. And And I don't know if y'all heard that, but Coach Aaron Everett offered some instructions on that. As Kelly takes under his hands for a ball, it's 2-0. Kelly held his hand up asking for time, but apparently didn't say anything. And Coach Everett was telling him, hey, just, just say time if you want it. Don't just hold your hand up. Always some coaching going on down there. It's fun when we can pick it up. We can hear it, too. That's that's exactly right. Kelly took a call strike, takes another one up and in, and it's three and one. That one rolls up there, and Kelly works a walk.
3: Coming up to bat, number 19, Clayton Phillips.
0: Lady Bears still leading five to nothing after two. Excuse me, Lady Bison is what I was trying to say. Lady Bison <laughs> leading the Lady Bears five to nothing
1: after two. Well, it's, it's six game to, two. It's six to nothing here. They gotta, they gotta get one more and keep it, keep it even. Clayton Phillips will be the batter with one out and run at first. Kelly gets his lead after the after the one out walk, and Phillips stands in there. Takes low and in for ball one. Phillips, 0 for 1 officially. He walked, came around to score in the second. And grounded out to second, his last time up. Throw over. Kelly back easily. Here's the 1 0 pitch. Breaking ball. In there for a called strike. It's one and one.
0: I think that's his go to pitch right there.
1: He's got sort of a dip down delivery, does Busby. And that one is an off speed. It's got a bend in it. Kelly goes, pitches inside. The throw down is in time. Kelly didn't slide for some reason. And they tagged him on the shoulder, and he's out. He ran into that, ran into the tag. If he gets down, he's under it. He easily would have stole it if he just would have slid. And I'm sure he'll get that coaching instruction when he gets back to the dugout. Not sure why he didn't slide, but he is out number two. Good throw by Johnson. Put it right on him. And Phillips hits one in the air. Pretty deep center field. Durham's going to go back, though, and make the catch for out number three. So the caught stealing... And then one pitch later, the third out of the inning, and the Bison are retired in the fifth. We will go to the sixth inning, Southern Union leading at 6 to nothing.
4: No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively, planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205 414 7459 today. Known for 2100 B Southridge Parkway Suite 650 Birmingham Alabama 35209. Securities is through offer for Financial Incorporated SPF or FINRA SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other ITS or marketing names products or services referenced here are independent of SPF.
6: www.meadowsfarmequipment.com
1: Top of the sixth inning, Southern Union in control. Six to nothing, Bison lead it. Cameron Land back on the mound. He had a three-pitch inning in the fifth, and that's probably contributed to the decision to put him back out here in the sixth. Also, the fact that he's only allowed five hits and no runs through the first five innings. He's had probably... His best outing of the season so far. Let's see if he can keep it going. If he can't, Southern Union does have some folks getting loose down in the bullpen. Caden Smoot, one of those down there loosening up. If Land gets into any trouble here in the sixth. Alex Johnson will lead things off for the Bears. Three, four, five spots in the order. Due up. Johnson 0 for 2. He's grounded it back to the pitcher and fly it out to right. Land delivers, fouled out of play, 0-1. Well, if Land can pitch like this, you really like the way this pitching staff is shaping up for Southern Union. As Heath throws the 0-1 pitch, and there's a grounder to short. Phillips charges. Fields it cleanly, throws on the run, and gets his man for out number one. Johnson is retired. Logan Ross, obviously the ace of this staff. He went five innings in the first game of this series on Thursday and did not allow a hit. Picked up his fourth win of the season. He's got the ERA and the low ones. He's obviously the guy that stands at the top of this rotation. They put Andrew Cronin in the number two spot. He had been used as a closer. Cronin pitched well in the second game, but then got touched up the second, third time through the order. But he's a guy whose stuff you really rely on and know that he's able to get people out. Land has kind of been the question mark. He was the number two guy for a long time. And as I said at the top of the broadcast, he's now in this number three spot. But if he can perform like this, and then another encouraging development on Thursday was the performance of Brock Young in game number two. Young, who had struggled with his control, actually was the w- winning pitcher in that second game. He pitched an inning in a third, did not walk a man. And now, all of a sudden, you've got four guys that you have a lot of faith in. As there's a fly ball to right center field that's going to be almost caught out there by Cook. He bounced out of his glove, though. And it's going to be a double by Pounders. Almost a spectacular play in center field by Miles Cook. He dove for it, and it looked like the ball was in his glove, but as he hit the ground, it bounced out. And he and the right fielder both had to go a long way to get that ball. That's absolutely right. That was split the gap in right center. And you're talking about two fast guys and Cook and Sire that were going after it out there and Cook almost chased it down. And Cook
0: was shaded to the left field side so he had a few extra steps.
1: As it is, it's a one-out double. And Harbin steps in and takes a called strike. It's 0-1. But just to finish the thought about the pitching staff with Young, Young's a guy that was off to a very good start last year when the season was called off. He has struggled. Now if he rounds into form, you've got, as I said, four guys that you really have a lot of faith in, and that's really what you need. You, you want four starters in these four-game series, in these division series, that you can run out there and have faith that you're they're going to go five, six innings and put you in a position to win. If you can have that, it's uh, This Southern Union team will be in a very good position to make a run at one of those top five spots for sure. Pitch from land is high. And, and, Tim, I'm going to add to your comment
0: there. It especially makes a difference when you have four and the way they play, you know, on Thursday, Saturday, or whatever it is, then you don't have to run anybody back out there that may have pitched those two previous days, so they have no idea what they're seeing. That's right.
1: You see one pitcher once – There's no familiarity there. That's a very good point. 2-1 pitch. Swung on and hit to short. Phillips. Fields throws high off the glove of Clark. The error will allow the run to score. And Harbin goes down to second. Nothing wrong with the way Phillips fielded that ball. But his throw caused Casey Clark to leap. Clark not able to corral it. It bounced off his glove. And Pounders comes all the way around to score the first run. And the E6 puts Harbin at second now with one out. And then you've got relievers just going back to the pitching staff discussion, Adam. You've got Maynard who picked up a save on Thursday. you got Smoot down there who's performed well in a limited role. He's warming up right now. There's other guys that obviously you've got four starters. They're not going to go a complete game every time. You've got to have some arms that you rely on in the bullpen. And those guys are starting to emerge as well. So if this, holds, if this pattern holds, if this pattern of improvement holds throughout the pitching staff, that's a very encouraging sign for this Southern Union team.
0: Yeah, it, it, it sets the table for for conference play or
1: division play for Coach Everett. And talking to Coach before the game, he was saying, you know, you talk about Southern Union at the top right now, Beville State at the bottom uh, after the, the first two games of this series, but he said this division top to bottom is a toss-up. And he, uh, there was some, some conviction in that assessment. He, he says from what he's seen and what he knows about the teams, the other eight teams in this division, Every game is going to count because any team could beat any other team on any given day. And so every time you can close out a win like today and, and you know a come from behind win like Southern Union got on Thursday, those games are going to matter at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. As Land has worked a 1-1 count to Cam Robinson, who's been a little bit of a headache today. Pitch is high and it's ball two. Robinson is, has reached on a fielder's choice, and stole two bases. He also singled back in the fourth, and he's not a guy you want on the base paths. If you can help it, Land, comes set delivers a two-one, called strike, breaking ball, and it's two and two. Perfect location there from Land. Here is the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. And a big strikeout as Robinson goes down swinging. Thought for a second that ball hit the dirt. That was my hesitation on that call. But Robinson made no attempt to get down to first. So a big strikeout, out number two in the sixth, and Marky Butner will be the hitter. Pitch, fast strike right through there. 0-1 to Butner. Butner 0 for 2. He's grounded to third and fly it out to right. An unearned run across here in the sixth for the Bears. They've cut the lead to 6-1. To they've got a runner at second with two outs. And the pitch is fouled out of play. And that will put the count at 0-2 on Butner. And I can tell you when we roll
0: around to game two, it's going to be downright
1: (laughs) cold. (laughs) It's going to be – yeah. There's no dancing around. It's not going to be chilly or brisk. It's going to be cold, brother. I haven't even looked to see what it's going to get down tonight, but I can tell
0: you it's going to be cold in here.
1: Pitch from land. Swung on and fouled off of Butner in the box. He just got a piece of it, rolled it off his leg. And he'll get another 02 pitch. Harbin down at second. gets his lead. Land comes set, the 0-2, swung on, fouled off, good piece of hitting there by Butner to stay alive again. He was fooled, late, not a good swing, but enough to get a piece of it and live to see another pitch. 0-2. go 2 swung on and hit in the air to left Kelly comes in towards the line he's not going to get there and that's going to be an RBI single as the throw is cut off they throw back to first not in time behind Butner and he's on with an RBI single it's 6 to 2 and again another unearned run but that's going to be the end of the line for Cameron Land but as we said, Adam, a performance that will be a very encouraging one for everyone on the Southern Union side of things. As Land leaves with a 6-2 to lead, we'll come back and tell you who the new pitcher is right after this.
0: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7,
1: and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 863-2819
0: The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you payin', we sprayin'. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at The Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you payin', we sprayin' from The Car Clinic.
1: The new pitcher for Southern Union, left-hander Caden Smoot. Smoot on for his fourth appearance. He's gone three innings, one inning in each of the previous three. He's allowed seven hits in those three innings. Four runs, three earned, one walk, four strikeouts. And the ERA's – the ERA – I'm reading the wrong guy. (laughs) ERA is zero. Is zero. He has not allowed a, a run. Two hits, two runs, none earned. Two walks, three strikeouts, and there's a base hit to center field. Off the bat of pinch hitter Jensen Powell, who came in and swung at the first pitch. And he's batting in the eighth spot. Correct. Pinch hitting for Knight. Powell greets Smoot with a single, and he'll be pinch run for. (laughs) That's a very brief appearance, but a productive one for Jansen Powell. That's number 18 coming in to run. If it is 18, that's PT Virtue.
0: From here it's 18 or 19. Looks like 18. Okay.
1: Virtue is the man running. So he's at first. Butner down to second. And I apologize, I was reading the wrong numbers on Smoot, just to clarify. No ERA on Smoot. Three, three appearances, three innings pitched, two hits, two runs, none earned, two walks, three strikeouts, and three innings for Smoot. He's been very effective. The pitch is hit hard in the left center field, and that's going to get down. That's trouble as Cook gets it. Before it goes to the wall, one one will score. They're going to hold Virtscher at third, and it's six to three. Getting a little too close for comfort now, as a big two out hit by number nine hitter Joshua Davis, a double scores a run, and a big contingency of Bevel State fans here. Uh, they're loud over here to our left, and Smoot. Through two pitches, and he's going to be done. <laughs> so a short outing for Smoot. We'll get a new pitcher, take a break, step aside, tell you who it is right after this. We'd always hometown
0: pharmacy, H&M Drugs, where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years. Fast, friendly service. We know you by name. Most insurance companies are accepted, and we've redone our gift department. So make sure you come by and check it out. Also offering free gift wrapping, H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs, offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Wheat Alley.
5: Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
1: Third pitcher of the day, Michael Todd Reed, the right-hander, comes on for Southern Union. Reed making his fourth appearance. He's given up two earned runs, three hits, eight walks in five and a third innings. The ERA at three three eight for Michael Todd Reed who will be given the opportunity to get this elusive third out here in the sixth. Three runs across for Beville State. Runners at second and third in the top of the order. Zach Durham and Reed sends a breaking ball in there. Called strike. It's 0-1. All of these runs unearned after the error by Phillips. Phillips. Pitch is high, and that'll even count at one and one. And all the runs charged to Cameron Land, but as I said, unearned, so they won't affect his ERA. Pitch, check swing, he went around. It's one and two. Reed, of the three pitchers that Southern Union has put out there today, Reed with the. The best velocity. But he's put the breaking ball to good use here against Durham, and he's got him in a one-two count. Here it is, fastball, fouled straight back, and it's two and two. uh, Excuse me, still one and two. To Durham, who's been a tough out. Two for three, a couple of singles against Land, and he awaits the 1-2 pitch from Michael Todd Reed. Here it is. Pitch is fouled off again.
0: I was looking to see if you brought a jacket, but you got it hung on your chair back there. Yeah. I'll be putting
1: that thing to use for sure. One, two. Grounded out towards short. And pass Phillips into left. Two more runs are going to score. And it's a one-run ball game. A slow roller in the hole between short and third. Phillips had to charge. He was sort of screened by the base runner, too. I think that. Distracted his judgment on that ground ball, it bounced over his glove, and another error on Phillips, and two more runs come to score, and it is a six-to-five ball game. Nobody wants this inning to end more than Clayton Phillips right now. Swing and a miss, as Elkins steps in and chases a high fastball, and it's 0-1. Pitch, a beauty, called strike, and it's 0-2. Elkins, 0-3. He struck out twice and grounded into a double play. Here is the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and missed, and Reed finally closes the door, but not before five runs cross the plate for Bevel State, and we will go to the bottom of the sixth. We got a one run one run ball game 6 to 5 Southern Union leads it
4: these ad marketing names, products, or services here independent of SPF.
1: Well, the Bison had it on cruise control. But they got to kick it back into gear now. They led six to nothing, but Bevel State, on the back of a couple of errors, four hits, they pushed five runs across, and now we've got ourselves a one-run ball game as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. 6-5, to five, our score, Southern Union still in the lead. But a tenuous lead it has become. 9-1-2 spots in the order. Riley Borger, Miles Cook, Thomas Collins do up for Southern Union. Looking for some insurance here in the bottom of the sixth. Borger shows bunt, takes a called strike on a breaking ball from Busby. That was a generous outside corner, and it's 0-1. Busby tried to get that spot again, left it too far out. It's gonna even things up at one ball, one strike to Borger, who's had a good day. He singled and walked and scored twice out of that number nine spot. He takes another ball, it's two and one. Checked his swing, pitch was under his hands. They say he went around, it's two and two. Been all breaking balls from Busby, the left-hander, kind of what you think of in terms of stuff—the sort of junky left-hander. As Borgert ropes one over the shortstop into center field for a base hit.
0: Coming up to bat. That. That's a good
1: start. Absolutely. You give up five runs in the top half. You want to come up with some kind of answer in the bottom half, and that's a just like Matt said, a good start. As Borgert on for the third time. And that average continues to climb for Riley Borgert. And Miles Cook, the hitter. Cook, grounds one, foul pass third. Cook, who was all kinds of hot in Spartanburg last weekend, looking for his first hit today. He struck out twice and flied to center.
7: Boy, they all confused.
1: A visit to the mound. All the infielders will participate. They have a quorum, Matt.
7: Yes. <laughs> you know, Adam's talking about bubble State's crowd. You know, Southern Union's got a real good crowd. There's, you know, um, they took up all the – designated seating area so folks are spread out and and, uh in a good crowd even got a little left field lounge crowd out there so and i have a story behind the left field lounge
1: the the left field lounge is that what they call
7: that well you know that's mississippi state oh okay okay left field lounge at duty noble field and uh i have a real good friend that played baseball for mississippi state back in 1962 now he's a little bit older than I am but but he has a spot in left field in the left field lounge and uh, you know any history behind that mr Jimmy Wilcutt, real good friend of
1: mine pitch goes behind cook and it hit him so, whatever advice happened in that meeting in the mound it was not very good. <laughs> First pitch out of the meeting, he hits Cook. Cook down to first, Borget down to second. Nobody out here in the sixth. Things are stirring for the Bison. And that's something that you, you know, the Southern Union's got it here. The, the folks park their trucks out on the hill out in left field. And you talk about that at Mississippi State. I remember in Athens at the University of Georgia, they had a similar spot. There's a house up in right field and a hill up there, and folks would just sit out there and, and – Drink whatever they were drinking and <laughs> and uh, have a good time just sitting outside so the sets. College baseball it has yes. that sort of personality about
7: and, it. You know, and the thing you you know told me was, you know, that they they barbecue out there, they cook, they they feed the opposing teams, <laughs> you know, feed the officials after the game. If you ever seen any history on the left field down at state, and of course they have just a magnificent facility now, you know. Um, what uh, Clark and and uh, who was the other big major leaguer that that played there at the same time? Uh, Guerrero, um, no, nah, who was it? Huh. H. P. Johnson on flat bottom metal yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that <laughs> wheel's over here. They feel you. Know, 68 <laughs> sort of million. And,
2: uh, and I can't think of the. And uh, he was a
7: big, big
1: contributor in Florida. Was it Palmero? Raphael
7: Palmero. Is real. that who it was? That's right. That's right. I was Pal- trying to think of it with
6: you, but, but, but I think that's, that's who
2: right. it was.
1: Yeah, that's a good tradition over there. Ron Polk was a coach over there for a long time and he's he's a, a college baseball coaching legend. I actually spent some time at Georgia, for a few years before going back over there, so but that's I didn't know about that. That's a, see I love stuff like that. It, just the college, you know, you, you see the types of those types of things in college football where they have the, the traditions and baseball has it too. It's just not as well known.
7: But they went in, like I said, I, I was over there to see him when they were taking out all of the, the homemade trailers that they brought in there. Uh, it started out with just pickups and that, and then it moved into trailers and and, and other type of portable seating and, and everything, and then they just tore that out and, and then redone. But they still call it the field Lounge, and it's nice. and give Jim the opportunity to to uh, get his spot back. Uh, there's a little YouTube video out there uh, with him throwing out the 50th year of the left field lounge. Uh,
1: Hayes Haygood, the new pitcher for Bevel State, left-hander comes on. Third pitcher, third lefty that they've run out there today. And he comes on to face Thomas Collins with two on and nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth, Southern Union leading at six to five. Hey, good delivers, Collins shows bunt, they throw back down to second behind Borger and he gets back safely. Collins took a ball and it's one and oh. We need to get the guys out here and left to start barbecuing and That's cooking right. some food.
7: That's right.
1: I like that idea.
7: If, if so, the union ain't going to open up the concession stand, you know. <laughs> That's right.
1: You take matters into your own hands. <laughs> come on, guys. Bust out the grill out there. We'll come get some. Collins has had a good day. Two for three. A couple of singles. Two RBIs. A run scored. And he's got another opportunity here with runners first and second. And Haygood steps off. Hayes Haygood making his fifth appearance of the season. He's got an 0-2 record. The ERA at 9.00. Seven innings pitched. Nine hits. Ten earned runs allowed. Or excuse me, seven earned runs allowed. Seven walks and four strikeouts for Haygood. The wheel play is on. They're expecting a bunt to throw back to second. Borger dives back. That wheel play may have just been a distraction, trying to lure the runner off a second. But Borgert wisely held close to the bag. And now some more signals from the catcher. And
7: you know, then we're gonna get a visit from the coach back. You know? <laughs> Bevel putting the
1: pulling out all the stops, trying to make sure Southern Union doesn't add to this lead. And in all this time. Thomas Collins has been at the plate. He's only seen one pitch. It's one and zero. Paying a lot of attention to Borger, and again, hey, good steps off. Eventually, they're going to have to make a pitch. <laughs> that's what they always, you know. That's what they tell you as a pitcher. You know, the, nothing happens till you throw the ball. You know. <laughs> That's well, all in your hands here, Heygood. He comes set, looks back at Borger, now he comes home. Bunt shown, laid down. Heygood charges. His only play is going to be the first, the second baseman covering. No, he didn't get there. Butner had to go over to cover. Collins hustling down the line. And Butner, the throw might have beat him, but Butner didn't have his foot on the bag. And so the bases are loaded. How do you rule that one, Will?
2: Will, what's that? What
7: is that? Is
1: that
7: an error hit?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bunt single for Thomas Collins. Says the official score and the bases are loaded. Nobody out. Casey Clark at the back. In case he's
7: Clark
1: one for two officially. Had a single. Drove home a run in the second. Grounded into fielder's choice and walk. Hits it out to second. Short hop. Good play by Butner. He comes home just in time. Aaron Everett doesn't like the call. Comes charging out of the dugout. And quickly retreats as the umpire gives him a look. But that was a bang, bang play at home plate. And it looked... Like Borgert might, might have been across the plate as that throw came in. It was very close. As it is, it's a fielder's choice for Clark. He moves to first. Borgert retired. On the throw home for out number one. Cook down to third. Collins at second. Clark at first. And Brewer at the plate. The infield backs up now at the middle looking for the double play as Brewer takes the called strike. The head first slide. The hand might have got in there by Borger, but the Bison didn't get the call because it was a forced play. Ball bounces up there to Brewer. And that'll even the count at one and one. Brewer one for three. He's got an RBI single to his name in three trips. And that single back in the fourth is the difference in the ball game right now. But he's got a chance to blow this thing open if he can hit one in the gap. Swing and a miss. Big cut of a fastball. And it's one and two. To Austin Brewer. Alex Johnson, who has been active behind the plate, throwing behind runners, had thoughts of doing it again after that pitch as Collins was well off of second base, but nobody was down there to throw two.
7: Yeah, the lady he's getting that second, if we punch one single, punch a little bit in the gap, he'll, he'll score standing up.
1: Swung on, fouled out of play yeah. over the Southern Union dugout. And Brewer stays alive to see another one-two pitch. A leadoff single, a hit batsman, a bunt single, loaded the bases. The fielder's choice by Clark. Kept the runner from scoring at home. And the pitch to Brewer swung on and missed. The throw back down a second this time. Collins easily back. But Brewer strikes out. And a very promising threat is threatening to go by the wayside here for Southern Union if they can't get a two-out hit. And Brody Sire will be the man to make that happen. Sire 0 for 2. He walked, came around to score on the Kelly home run in the second. Since then, he's... Fly to center and hit a foul pop-up that was caught by the third baseman over by the dugout. Sire 0 for 2. Again, a throwback to second. And again, Collins back easily. They had them. Bases loaded, nobody out. Bases loaded, two outs now. And the pitch to Sire. Low and away for ball one. Johnson tried to frame it back there, but he had to pick it up off the surface. and The umpire didn't bite on that frame job, and it's 1-0. Lefty versus lefty. Haygood comes home right off the end of the bat. Foul towards the third base dugout. That'll even count at one and one for Sire. Hey, good. a Long, lanky lefty out there. And he's done a good job since he's come on. Swung on and popped up, Ooh. Sire. The shortstop camps out underneath it and makes the catch, and Bevel State gets out of a bases loaded, nobody out jam without allowing a run. The bison miss an opportunity, but we'll go to the 7th Southern Union, still leading it, 6-5. to Have
0: you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley, phone number two. 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and
1: Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course high school sports. Get the leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e edition by calling 334 334- 863 2819 or visiting the Randolphleader.com Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Well, we go to the seventh. Southern Union leading at six to five, but momentum right now clearly on the side of Bevel State. The Bison had a six to nothing lead. Bevel State scored five runs in the top of the sixth inning. And then they just now got out of a bases loaded nobody out jam without allowing a run. But all that can be silenced here in the top of the seventh if Michael Todd Reed can get three outs without allowing another run. Reed trying to close the door, and he'll face the heart of the order. Three, four, five, do up. Johnson, Pounders, and Harbin. Reed glares in, goes into the line, fires, fast strike. Taken, and it's 0-1 to Johnson, who's 0-3. He's grounded out twice and fly to right. The 0-1 pitch, another good fastball, 0-2. Way to
7: get ahead. Yeah. That's what we need. And Tim, just want to remind everybody again, if, if this ends it and we don't go to extra innings, You know, we'll take the feed down, but we'll be coming back up as quickly as we can and get game two on the way.
1: Let's have an easy ninth and make that a reality. Pitch is high to Johnson, one and two now. Reed into the line, the pitch blew him away. Fastball, swing and a miss. And that's a good start to the seventh for Reed.
7: Very good. And didn't he strike out, didn't he strike out last, hitter, last inning? So, you know, come right back with another strikeout. Maybe he's in a little groove right here.
1: And we mentioned the velocity for Reed. That was a fastball, and it was up. And Johnson's eyes got too big for his bat. He couldn't catch up to it. One out here in the seventh. That one bounces up there Maybe. Reed trying to put a little too much mustard on that one as Pounders took it for a ball, and it's 1-0. Pounders 1 for 3, doubled back in the sixth, came around to score the first run of the game for the for the Bears. The 1-0 pitch swung on, fouled out of play. To even things up at 1-1. One ball, one strike. One out in the seventh. Pitch just missed high. Two and one now to Pounders.
7: Gordon, Alabama. Is
1: that where he's from?
7: The Green That's
1: right. Pitch. Breaking ball. That one stayed up as well. And it's three balls and a strike. Walks have been an issue for Reed. We mentioned eight walks coming into this game. And five and the third innings pitched, and that's his ninth walk of the season as he issues a one-out pass to Pounders. There is action down in the bullpen for Southern Union. as Harbin steps to the plate throw over to first pretty close it was close Looks like Harbin one for 3 scored a couple of runs pitch is low taken for a ball it's 1 and 0 oh. to Harbin who singled in the fourth reached on the throwing error by Phillips back in the sixth. pitches wide of the zone 2 and 0 and came around to score so Harbin has been on the paths twice and he's ahead in the count 2 and 0 Pitch is hit hard to left, deep, and it is off the wall on a short hop. It's not Kelly out there. It's a new left fielder, but the runners are going to have to hold it second and third, and it's a one-out double for Harbin. Pounders around to third. They're at second and third with one out here in the seventh. I would guess that's Schwalbach out and left. I believe so. Cooper Schwalbach, who has routinely been a defensive replacement in the late innings, out there, he did everything right on that one. There was no way he was going to get to it and catch it. Played it well off the wall and kept the run from scoring. But now with one out, the infield comes in for Southern Union, trying to cut down the run from the scoring the tying run. Pitch bounces away from Brewer, and the tying run is going to come home. Reed bounced it up there. It skipped between the legs of Brewer, who tried to drop to his knees to block it up, but couldn't get to the ground quickly enough. And we got a tie, tie ball game. A walk, a double, and a wild pitch. And six to six is our score. We're going to get a pinch runner for Harbin. at third, you don't usually see that. But Demetrius Hodges will be the pinch runner, number seven. Hodges now represents the go-ahead run with... Cam Robinson at the plate in a 1-0 count. Infield still in for Southern Union. 1-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. Good recovery by Reed. He got Robinson to hack at that one. Pitch bounces up there blocked this time by Brewer and it's two and one to cam Robinson.
7: out fans still stirred up a
1: that pitch well wide and it gets by Brewer and the go ahead run scores Cam Robinson, <laughs> thinks, so excited he spiked his bat. He thinks
7: the ball game's over, with. he's got
1: there. They're the visiting team, but things have come off the rails for Southern yeah. Union. This was a six-to-nothing game. They now trail it seven-to-six. After two wild pitches, have allowed two runs to score here in the seventh. The base is now empty with one out, but this is the one case where that's not a good thing. Another pitch bounces up there. And Reed may be rattled a little bit.
7: I am, too. I thought that was ball four, but uh, it must be three and one.
1: Oh, no. Now he really, now he throws. Okay. He was so excited, he gets rid of the bat. Now he throws the bat and goes down to first. He didn't know the count either.
7: Yeah. <laughs> and Swabek's going to come in.
1: And that's going to be it for Michael Todd Reed. And we'll see who the new pitcher is as things have sort of fallen apart here in the late innings for Southern Union. They now trail it 7-6. to six. New pitcher coming in. We'll take a break tell you who it is right after this.
0: or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you payin', we sprayin'. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you payin', we sprayin' from the Car Clinic. we always hometown pharmacy h m drugs where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years fast friendly service we know you by name most insurance companies are accepted and we've redone our gift department so make sure you come by and check it out also offering free gift wrapping. H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 4.
1: H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Wheat Alley. New pitcher is Sam Maynard for Southern Union. The right-hander comes on for the Bison with a runner at first. One out, two runs in here in the seventh. Southern Union now trailing at 7-6. Maynard making his fifth appearance of the season, five and two-thirds innings. ERA at 3-1-8. Three hits, two earned runs allowed, three walks, three strikeouts. He had a good outing in the second game on Thursday. He picked up the save his first of the season. Sidearm delivery, fast strike to Butner, and it's 0-1. Maynard on Thursday went two innings, didn't allow a run. One hit, one strikeout. And as I said, the first save of the year for Maynard are back on Thursday. And his job a little bit different right now. Or his role, rather. Not looking for a save, but looking to hold him right there nonetheless. and Give the Bison a chance in the bottom of the seventh. And I'm not going to leave you two guys anymore. I know, Adam, you left. It was six to nothing. Yep. I'm going to blame it on Adam. Pitches up and away from Butner. And that'll even the count at one and one. Butner one for three. Had an RBI single back in the sixth, that five-run six that closed the gap and gave Bevel State some life. And I think it was six to three when I left. Okay, so we won't put it all on your shoulders. Hit in the air, pretty hard to center, but Cook ranges back. And now makes the catch for out number two. So Maynard calms things down and gets it an out, and now the Bison need one more. And we'll see who this hitter is. Is that still you No, that's 19. Yeah. This is DJ Leathers. And it may have been, he may have been the one that came in. It may have been 19 and not 18. But at any rate, it's Leathers hitting for the first time. Left-handed hitter, runner goes. Throw down is gonna be in time. They got him. Nice throw by Austin Brewer. And Cam Robinson is thrown out trying to steal. And that'll end the inning. But not before Bevel State scores twice. And takes a seven to six lead. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Bison coming up.
5: Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
1: Well, here we go, bottom of the seventh inning. The Bison have to rally. They trail it seven to six, and they'll send the six, seven, eight spots in the order. Spivey, Kelly, and Phillips do up. Need one to keep it going, two to win it. And maybe Austin Brewers throw down to
0: second, and maybe, maybe that's a little momentum booster there, uh, at giving up those runs
1: in the top half of the inning, Tim. Hayes good back out there for Beville State. Big cut for Spivey on the first pitch. Didn't get it, and it's 0-1. Spivey, somebody that could tie it with one swing. He's hacking away. Fouled that one off, and it's 0-2. And, and Schwalbach has moved on deck. I said Kelly's due up. He was out of the game. Schwalbach on as a defensive replacement. So he'll be hit for Kelly in that seven spot. Check swing. Spivey held up. Thought that was the right call. Bevel State wanted it.
0: He kept the bat head back and the wrist back.
1: For my angle. So one and two the count to Spivey. Here it is. Pitches is fouled off. Spivey stays alive. Spivey with that closed stance where the front foot is closer to the plate than the back foot. And he awaits another one-two pitch. Here it is. Up and in. Almost hit him. And it's two and two. Breaking ball that just kind of spun from Haygood. It's too far in for Spivey to do anything with it and didn't have any 12-6 action on it. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Bobby chased one up and in, and he is down on strike, for out number one in the seventh. And this will be Swalbach, to bat for the first time. In this series, schwabach has played defensively in all three games but has not yet hit. And he takes a called strike from Haygill. And it's 0-1. schwabach comes in hitting 188 on the season. Three for 16. He swings and fouls it off over the Southern Union dugout and it's quickly 0-2. And I almost
0: caught one of those foul balls in the top half of the inning over there. Adam was catching
1: some sunshine while Beville State was rallying, putting on some more clothes. Actually, <laughs> oh and two, pitch is high and it's one and two to Schwabach. One two pitch, swung on at bounce. He's gonna—they're gonna have to throw him out. Johnson does just that, and the Bison are down to their last out. Back-to-back strikeouts for Haygood to start the seventh. Two outs, nobody on, and Clayton Phillips, who could use a hit. Phillips went one for eight in the two games on Thursday. Takes outside corner at the knees, 0-1. 0-2 for two today with a walk and run scored. But we'd like to see Phillips get that back going. Perfect time is right now. He grounds one up the middle slowly. Butner has to range, throws near the bag, pulls his man off, the ball bounces into the dugout. Phillips is going to have to hustle. They're going to throw down a second, and he avoids the tag. The ball came out, and the Bison cling to life by the thinnest of margins. He did a pop-up
0: slide. Dipsy dooddled around the tag, and somehow the ball went
1: squirting away. Unbelievable, give him an infield single. An error on the throw gets him down to second. He was dead to rights, the ball bounced right back into play. Harbin scooped it up, made a good throw. But you're right, Adam, the way he slid, he sort of popped up before he got to the bag in order to elude the tag. I do not know how that ball came out of his glove. At any rate, <laughs> Phillips is down at second. It was a slow roller up the middle. Butner fielded it right in front of the second base bag and threw against his body, and that accounted for the wide throw. And the Bison have life. Runner at scoring position for the red-hot Riley Borgert. Pitch. That one bounced up there. Good stop by Johnson. Behind the plate, 1-0 and now to Borgert. Borgert, two for two with a walk. He's been on base all three times. Scored twice. He can get one to the outfield here. Might have a tie game. (laughs) Takes a called strike, and it's one and one. And, Tim, if they're going to pitch him outside
0: like that, there is a gap in the right center spot there. Yeah,
1: Butner shaded towards the bag at second. And Harbin well towards the line on the first base side. So there is a hole out there. That one is called strike outside corner. That generous outside corner comes back to bite the bison on that pitch. And Southern Union down to its last strike. One and two to Borgert. A good comes set. Looks back to second. Here's the pitch. Way outside and high, and it's two and two. Two outs, runner at second, Bison trail it by one. Two-two count to Riley Borgert, who calls time. Haygood steps off. good. and Johnson couldn't connect on the pitch they wanted. good. again, long look in. Now he comes set. The 2-2 pitch, here it is. Up and away, a breaking ball went around the outside corner. Ever so slightly, and it's a full count.
0: Third baseman guarding the line over here too, as well. So a
1: big hole out on that side. As the shortstop holds the runner. Full count pitch, swung on and hit shallow right center field. It is gonna get down for a base hit. Bradley Berger comes through with an RBI double and we are tied. Clutch. (laughs) What a ball game. Riley Borger, his third hit of the game, and I said it was shallow. That ball carried. Yeah, it it actually carried over the right
0: fielder, and the right fielder was actually playing in a little bit shallower than I thought he probably should have been.
1: And Borger hit it over his head. Joshua Davis couldn't catch up to it in right, and now the winning run down at second for Miles Cook. Pitch low, 1 0 to Cook. Boy, how about Riley Borger? Cook in a 1 0 count. Borger gets his lead from second. Fake back to second by Haygood. And borgert back to the bag. Cook, 0 for 3. He did reach in the 6 after he was hit by a pitch. But he's got a shot to win it. Blowing away, ball 2. And the tying run scores with two outs. After it sure enough looked like he was going to be out at 2nd yep. to end the game. That's how razor-thin the margin was for Southern Union. But they have new life now. And, and, Tim, going back to that
0: play, that ball actually hit off the corner end of the dugout down there, and it took a big carom back to the first baseman. If it if it doesn't bounce that far, it wasn't going to be that close anyway.
1: You couldn't blame Clayton for getting up and going. That's, that's a no-brainer almost every time. Another fake back to second. Two and zero. Still the count to Miles Cook. Here is the pitch, low and away. Ball three. And you got another very hot hitter on deck in Thomas Collins. Should Cook reach without scoring the run? Long look back again by hey good Now he comes home. 3-0 is well wide. Nowhere near. Ball four.
0: And that
7: one almost
1: got past the catcher.
7: Yeah, that's how far out it
1: was. Big reach across his body by Johnson even to catch that. And here is Collins, who has had a heck of a game. Offense, defense, he's done a little bit of everything. And he can be the hero right here. Collins, three for four. Three singles, two RBIs, a run scored. Flawless defense down at third. He's made the routine plays. He's made some really spectacular plays as well. And if he can get his fourth hit of the game. It could be a walk-off. He could send the bison to a. A happy celebration in between ball games right here. Haygood comes set, paying a lot of attention to the runner. Now he delivers. Swung on off the fist. Haygood comes off the mound to field it. Throws accurately to first, and that will end the inning. But not before the bison. Push one run across on the clutch RBI double by Riley Borgert with two outs. And we are going to extra innings, 7-7 our score as we go to the
6: 8th.
4: No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Nolensville, twenty one hundred B Southbridge Parkway, Suite six fifty, Birmingham, Alabama three five two zero nine. Securities offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, SPF Member FINRA SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and/or marketing names, products or services referenced here independent of
6: SPF.
0: www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. And a little free baseball here for you uh, this afternoon as uh, we move to the top half of inning number eight. As the pitcher completes his uh, warm-up tosses, Sam Maynard still uh, on the... uh, Mound for the Southern Union Bison and looks like uh, number 19 uh, due up. Believe it's gonna be eight, nine, and one hitters. Uh, DJ Leathers uh, will step in batting a 500 or came into today uh, batting 500 on the season. Right-handed pitcher Maynard out there. I'm not gonna write in Tim's scorebook. I'm just gonna have to tell him what happens while he steps aside. That one over at the knees for strike one. So Maynard ahead in the count. O-1. Drops down three quarters. And that one outside for ball one. Evens count at one ball and one strike. As I said, it'll be eight, nine, and one. 42, Joshua Davis, the right fielder, and back to the top of the order with center fielder Zach Durham. And that is popped out of play, going to get foul over the visitors' dugout down the third base side. Yep, exactly put... The 2-1, or the 1-2, I should say, uh, outside misses for ball two to even the count. And uh, and talking about the uh, new graphics, uh, I was actually talking to uh, Clayton's dad, Clayton Phillips' dad, about it uh, a little bit earlier, Mm -hmm. about the new graphics and everything. Right, 3-2, and he goes down. That one called on the outside corner, and Leathers goes down for out number one. Two balls, two strikes. Yep, five pitches, two balls, two strikes. Three
1: strikes. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. See, you come back in here and all comes right with the world, doesn't it? I
0: can't leave. So that means we're going to have to order out for supper. <laughs>
1: Who's delivering? <laughs> That's right. Joshua Davis at the plate. He takes a ball, and it's 1-0. and Davis had a huge hit back in the sixth. RBI double. He's two for three. He also singled back in the third. So he's had a good day out of that number nine spot. He's got the count in his favor, 2-0. and Maynard delivers. Leaves it wide again. It's 3-0. I'm going to tell on Al Haynes, too. He sent me
0: a picture of a car he was standing next to. Uh, Can't hide money, Al.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Al, one of the members of the high school sports family. And that's a four-pitch walk to Joshua Davis with one out here in the eighth. Al does some good camera work for us. Helps with the the interns. He's just a a big part of our team. He's and, a jack of all traits. And he drives a very nice car, apparently. <laughs>
0: I hadn't seen this picture. What is it? I'll show you the I'll I'll show you the picture, Tim.
1: As, Zach Durham is at the plate. Maynard delivers inside. (laughs) Al's ready to go hot rod. And and, and wait for it. (laughs) Oh, mercy. That's quite the price tag. Let's just say six figures is the price tag on the car. That does not belong to Al. Double play ball. Borgert to Phillips to Clark. Double play, and that will end the eighth. A taylor made double play ball off the bat of Durham, and the Bison were up to the task, 4-6-3, And we will go to the bottom of the eighth. Tied 7-7. Bison with a chance to win it.
0: Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House. 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914. One zero three zero. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday
1: and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 334- or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Bottom of the eighth inning, tied 7-7. Southern Union will send the 3-4-5 batters to the plate. Casey Clark, Austin Brewer, Brody Sire do up. Uh, Any run in any way will win it for the Bison here. As we are in extra innings, it has been a roller coaster of a ball game. Southern Union scored five in the second, added one in the fourth, and held a six-to-nothing lead into the sixth inning before Belleville State came off up off the mat. Scored five unearned runs, by, helped by a couple of errors from Southern Union. Cut it six to five, and then scored twice on two wild pitches in the seventh to take the lead. Clark takes a called strike outside corner from Haygood, who's done good work out there as the third pitcher. He came on in the sixth. Here's the 0-1 to Clark, who pops it up. Shallow center. Durham on the run, and now it's the left fielder, Elkins, who puts it away for out number one. So Beville State had the lead, 7-6, going into the bottom of the seventh inning. The Bison... Had two outs, nobody on. And a throwing error and a two-out double brought home the tying run. And here we stand as Austin Brewer steps in, takes up and in for ball one. 1-0. 1-0. Grounded to the left side. Off the third baseman. Off the shortstop. And it's going to be a base hit for Austin Brewer. I think that's Leathers out there at short. Oh, E5. E-5. Oh, Official score says E-5. Coming up to
7: bat. Number two.
4: Brody. Simon.
1: But Brewer on nonetheless with one out. At, he's down at first. The, that ball's rolled sort of in the hole between short and third. Pounders had to get dirty to get his glove on it. It bounced off of his glove into the hands of Leathers, and then he dropped it. Sire takes low for ball one. Brody Sire at the plate. Looking for his first hit. He walked, came around to score back in the second. 0 for three with a fly out and two pop ups. He's been underneath it. Swung on and hit hard into right field for a base hit. And the Bison are in business with runners at first and second and one out here in the eighth.
0: Coming up to bat, number 44, Jake Spivey.
1: Brewer down to second. Expect a pinch runner here for Brewer, the catcher.
0: And we will get that. Number 12, Tim. If I look at the right roster. Who's 12, guys? Cooper Childers.
1: Cooper Childers. Pinch runner. He does come off for Brewer down at second. That's
0: the winning run. And those uh, that are watching on the video, we've lightened up the home plate camera just a little bit for you uh, as the shadows have gotten bad. We're going to try to kind of stay with that angle
1: right now. So Childers now the runner is second. Sire at first, Spivey at the plate, takes a called strike. And it's 0-1-1. Spivey awaits. Takes low. One ball, one strike to Spivey. Spivey 0 for 4. He's looking for his first hit. Big cut. Didn't get it. It's 1 and 2. I think that pitch fooled him, Tim. He looked like he was a little out in front on it. Spivey doesn't get cheated. He swings big, and he's kind of one of those all-or-nothing guys, too. Maybe he can... He can get it all right here with one one ball, two strikes. And runners at first and second. Pitch. That one's up and in, two and two. Well, the numbers weren't good for Haygood coming in. He had an ERA of nine, but... You can't fault him for what he's done in the past three innings. He has been sharp for Beville State, but the Bison trying to put a chink in his armor right now. And there's a base hit into right center field. That's going to score the game-winning run. Spivey comes through with the walk-off winner for Southern Union. (laughs) And they're going to rush him at second base. (laughs) Put your football pads on, Jake Spivey. You're getting bum-rushed out there. What a ball game. Southern Union wins it 8-7. They led it. They lost the lead. They rallied to tie it, and they win it at extra innings. 8-7 is our final. We'll come back and wrap things up for game number one between Bevel State and Southern Union right after this.
3: The Car
0: Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it open seven days a week 9 a.m until the last car is gone get your car truck or suv cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on main street in roanoke make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor seven days a week you paying we spraying from the car clinic we always hometown pharmacy, H&M Drugs, where we've been taking care of the community for over 40 years. Fast, friendly service. We know you by name. Most insurance companies are accepted and we've redone our gift department. So make sure you come by and check it out also offering free gift wrapping. H&M Drugs carries a full line of medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. H&M Drugs offering a full line of vaccinations. Open Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane in Wheat Alley.
1: Southern Union, a walk-off winner in extra innings. The Bison win at 8 to 7 in comeback fashion. Southern Union extends its winning streak to seven straight games. They're now 3-0 and in, in division play, and we'll be looking to sweep this four-game series when we come back with game number two, the walk-off base hit by Jake Spivey, the big hit for Southern Union, as they once again win it 8-7. to Game number one between Southern Union and Bevel State. We'll take a break. We're going to cut everything off, let you all go get some dinner, grab a beverage, do whatever you need to do for the next half hour, and we'll shoot for coming back on the air right at 5.30. And uh, right around then, and we'll be back with all the action for game number two the, and the fourth and final game of this four-game series between Southern Union and Bevel State. Once again, Southern Union, 8-7 winner in game one. See you in about 30 minutes, folks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye.